This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. Thanks as always to T-Storm, sounding so amazing as my podcast uh, announcer. Thanks to DJ Happy at DJ H-A-P-P-E-E on social media. Follow him because I said, Happy, thank you for doing this intro for me. Um, I'll shout you out. He's like, all you have to do is say what my social is. (laughs) So that's why. That's it. That's why. That's why I say it. Dish out the socials. That's why I say it every every podcast. Thanks, Happy. Love you. Um, And thanks to my uh, producer, Dre Bugs, who is actually on the podcast with me today. And and thank you for uh, taking the time uh, to listen. Since we're talking socials, do you have any socials you want to share for yourself, Dre Bugs? Or or where people can check out your mixes? Because you mix every Saturday on 94.7 The Block, our station. I do. So you can find me and all of my find wares at Dre Boogs, D-R-E-B-O-O-G-S. All right. And <laughs> of course, I'm on um, Facebook, All the Rage with Shelly Wade. Like that page. Uh, that's also the name of my YouTube channel. Subscribe. Uh, I'm on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade. Like on Twitter at Shelly Wade. Don't forget Shelly spelled with an E-Y. Okay, so Dre, uh, as my producer, you thought that it would be a great idea to do an episode of the podcast where someone was interviewing me. Why did you feel that was important because you're always in interview mode when you're having <laughs> conversations with people um even the other day when my mom was in town visiting <laughs> uh, a slight inquisition turned into a full-blown interview <laughs> literally and then it ended up on the air so your auto your auto go-to is to talk to people and find out what's going on with them but then there's you yeah and but, but first of all i'm always so inquisitive so that's it it's just like my brother-in-law mm-hmm. he always goes uh-oh here comes the interviewer because i am just always like i want to know whatever it is i want to know i'm inquiring minds yes you are <laughs> and so i always yes. have a ton of questions and sometimes people are excited about that sometimes not so much so that's why i'm always in interview mode because i'm my i'm so inquisitive the first question I have for you today. Uh-oh. How are you feeling? Um, when you say how am I feeling, in what way do you mean? See what it's like to be on the other side of this. <laughs> so Dre thought that someone should interview me. I said, why don't why don't that someone be you? So I'm happy why. to do that. I'm a, it, you hadn't set that up yet. Do you want to start that part over again? Yeah, no, this is fine. Oh, okay, cool. So why, So uh, when you say, no, literally, I, I need you to break it down for me. When you say, how do I feel? Do you mean physically? Um, do you mean emotionally? How do I feel? Right what, what now, you... as we're sitting down behind that smile of yours, what's going on? How are you doing? I feel fine. I, you know, I'm still um, trying to sort through, uh, you know, getting settled here on the East Coast, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is not like something bad. It's just it is what I what it is right now. I am um, sorting through what I need to do. I'm finally getting my car delivered uh, to, to Jersey because I've just been taking the train and such. And, and when I'm lazy, I've been taking the Uber. <laughs> but, you know, with with summer winding down um, and uh, winter on the way. I know it's it's a bit a ways away, but I don't want there to be like some sort of a blizzard coming and I don't have my vehicle, you know, so I'm happy to finally have my vehicle. However, I'm really excited um, uh, at the weight loss I've experienced from walking so much and taking the train. You and me both. <laughs> yeah, right. See, I told you when you first got here and because look, when Shelly first got to New York, when we first connected, we were doing some we were doing some walking around and we you were, were like, man. All this walking because during COVID, before we come back to the city, mm-hmm. we can be somewhere and we're sitting. You were working for um, BIN doing uh, news reporting. Yes. And 
so much of the job is sitting around. Sitting down. And I can speak for myself, mm-hmm. like this vest that I'm wearing right now, I used to fill it up. When you first got You're here, getting so skinny. Full. I know. But just walking around the city. So yeah. kudos to that. I just hope it, that's part of what's making you feel better. Yeah. Um, and so... I'm happy to have my my vehicle on the way, uh, but I'm going to try not to drive it every day. I'm going to try not to turn into Lazy Shelly and drive it every day because, first of all, um, it's way too expensive to come into the city every day because, you know, I live in Jersey. And and what do they charge? Like nearly $20 to come through the tunnels? It's nearly $20. Oh, that's before you even get to parking, though. That's before. And then you come in parking. So when uh, I ha- my sister was here, I got a rental vehicle so I could drive her around. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to come in. I'm going to park at a meter. And... I- I had to keep going feeding the meter, and it costs like nearly $40. That's how much I pay for parking in a lot. So you really, you know, so like coming in every day paying $40 for parking, $40 and more for parking, and then coming in paying money for the tolls. It's just a little much, but there's that. I don't want to spend all my money on tolls and parking. So there's that, but also I want to make sure I stay in shape, you know? So I'm going to only drive in when I'm extra lazy, and then also when I'm running a little behind, and then also when it's blizzardy. So, you know, other than that, it's going to stay parked. But I'm feeling good about that. I'm um, finally um, um, forming in my mind what I want my decor to be in my new place. Um, so I'm starting to feel a little more at home. So I'm relieved by that. I don't really have any serious stuff I'm stressing about, you know. I really don't, uh, which is really wonderful. Um I feel good. I Again, I, I haven't been able to feel completely settled yet because if, if you can recall, um, I've Hold lived on. on all, Hold on. What? Just a second. What? I'm interviewing you and you're going in so hard right now. Oh, sorry. And I love this. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know, I've lived on, on all three coasts in under a year and it's a lot, you know, and that's, I'm not complaining. Um, all of it, it's been, you know, it's all an experience. It all contributes to lessons I learn in life and such. But it's a lot. And so for me to feel settled has been difficult for that reason. But I don't really have anything I'm stressed about. So I guess my answer is I'm feeling fine. Well, so-so. Your face is saying, yeah, you feel fine. In between. So then let me ask you this. You're mm-hmm. talking about your weight loss, mm-hmm. enjoying that because you've been running around the city in between here and Jersey. How's the podcast been for you? Has it helped you at all? Has Because when we were first talking about the concept of All the Way with Shelly Wade mm-hmm. and going all the way as opposed to looking at the world from the perspective of what's going on in popular culture, what's happening with celebs, who are these interesting people that, that you can talk about? Now that it's introspective, how's it doing for you? I'm trying to get the word. I think it's been um, cathartic, actually. You know, um, because I am, although it appears to a lot of people that I share a lot, I actually, I'm a very private person typically. So to reveal the things, you know, I listed the things, the goals I have and the things I want to improve on and um, through, you know, working through everything on the podcast. And so that's a more vulnerable feeling that I typically will have because I don't typically share that kind of thing publicly. Right. Um, and so I feel a little relieved not having to hold that so close to my vest, you know, mm-hmm. uh, although I'm not sharing 
every single thing on the podcast. I'm sharing a lot more than I typically would. And so it feels a little cathartic and a little bit of a relief. And I feel like I have a long way to go, though. I feel like there are a lot of things, you know, like I've pointed out my goals. I feel like... um, Um, You know, I have the goal of meeting someone romantically, you know, but I still haven't, you know, really done it yet. You know, (laughs) I have a lot of work to do. You know, I've shared a lot, but I have a lot more to share and I have a lot more to learn and work through. What do you think it's going to take for you to cross the threshold between coming on doing your podcast, talking about your goals, expressing the things that you want and then stepping out? What are the actual things that you're taking action with outside of the podcast? So I think the it's it's the I I have taken the step. Sorry if I sound like I'm stuttering. I have taken the step of sharing with all of my family members and friends. Hey, you know, I'm open if you know any great guys. (laughs) And I'm also considering and I said this on a previous episode, considering Um, you know, joining a dating site or two. Um, My therapist um, actually said to me, you know, years ago, um, she said she wanted me to go out with like, say 20 guys, not all at once, but just, you know, just go out on 20 first dates Mm -hmm. because she just wanted me to get used to the idea of just being out on dates and don't go on a date with the same guy, you know, just go on 20 different first dates. And I was like, 20 first dates, you know, what if I like one of the guys? She was like, no, 20, you know? So I don't know. Um, I do like the idea of just meeting new people. And, um, you know, I, again, I'm not in the, the, this feeling like I'm desperate to meet someone. So I think it would be easy for me to meet new people and just enjoy that process, you know? Um, But I do get a little nervous when it comes to thinking about a committed relationship, although I want one, it does make me a little scared. It should. And that's why your therapist was telling you to go on 20 dates. Mm -hmm. That's like if you're wanting to get in the job field or get back into the job field, go on 20 interviews, even if they're for jobs that you're not really looking for and that are completely unrelated Go to the interview because that's what first dates are. First and second dates are interviews at all times, especially for you. And I won't talk about what you shared with me about your uh, non-quotation fingers expectations of a first date. What did I, oh, oh. If a guy really likes you. Oh, you could share that. Well, you, you talk about if a guy really likes you and he goes, takes the, the extra step and he takes you out to dinner mm-hmm. and, and, and shows you a nice time. Mm-hmm. However... Mm-hmm. You still have to go on the other dates mm-hmm. because that could all be a front. See, what what do we generally bring when we have an interview? We bring our best to the table. Yeah. What happens three weeks from now? What happens three months from now? And the toxicity that can happen in relationships can really be easily hidden in those first weeks, in those first months. Yeah. So for yourself, what are you doing to prepare for when you do meet? the right person. Are you are you actually ready for that yet? Meeting or is right it just person? a great idea? I'm really it it does make me nervous. It really does. Um because you know I was I was thinking as I was um coming to work today, it was something that I was supposed to be doing. Oh, um scheduling my car to be picked up and, and delivered to me, right? Mm-hmm. I got the best quote yesterday and they were like, okay, do you want to set this up? I was like, no, nope. because it was the same company I got a quote from them. Um last year and they gave me a quote that was higher than the quote they gave me last night and i was like wait what i was expecting 
something really, really expensive because gas had gone up between now and then. Right. But I know it's gone back down. But I, you know, I feel like a lot of companies might try to, as we say in Houston, gank us, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll bring the price up. And then leave it up instead of lowering it as gas prices lower, right? So I was expecting them to give me this really expensive price, and it was lower than what they gave me last year. And I I could have jumped on it, but because I have such an issue with commitment, I was like, I don't want to commit to this right now. Right. So as I was walking to work this morning, I was like, why? Why the hell did I not commit to that price? Because if I call back today and it's it's gone up, I'm going to be really mad at myself. That Joe's voice should have been in your ear, like... <laughs> Just in your head, chilling. <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price. And it like worked in your favor. And then you're like, eh, you know what? I'm still going to take some time to think about it. And that's because I have such a problem with commitment. And this is like a naturally built-in thing because I'm a Sagittarian. Again, I'm not like that into astrology or anything. But I do know that that's a, a trait of mine. And I have like, it's commitment is scary. Committing to anything, like Getting my car booked to to come up here. That's a commitment. I understand. It's just that. like it's it's an interesting um feeling, but it is. It's like, ooh, I gotta commit to something. It was just kind of scary even at that moment, so right? So then here's a question. <laughs> what what do you need to do if we're truly going all the way with Shelly Wade, right? Mm-hmm. What do you need to do to not just move past, but get through this constant inability? To commit. To commit. What work do you need to do? Do you even know that? Actually, I I just feel like, you know, I just have to fight through it. Like I did today. I was like, oh, let me go ahead and book this, you know? No, no. Because if we're going back to, to what we were bringing up before, uh-huh. which, you know, finding the right person. Okay. You don't want to white knuckle that whole thing. That's just, that's a bad look. Eventually, your hands are going to get sweaty and you're going to let go and then you're going to fall off the roller coaster. I know. So... What work do you think I need to do to... Oh, I don't know what work you need to do. That's that's an interesting question so, that so you would repose to What do to I me. need to... Okay, so hmm. in order for me to be able to commit, what do I need to do to help me um, get past the fear of commitment? Oh, that's homework. That's homework. There you go. Get past the fear. Get past so the fear. Then... If you're asking me this question, if we're in, if if we're switching uh, the roles real quick, mm-hmm. my thing would be, what has happened to me in the past that has caused me to be afraid of committing to something? Was it being let down? Is it that once I trusted somebody too much and I got burned and I don't want to get burned again? Or I've already put myself through that and I've become a jaded human. Mm -hmm. And so nobody hurts me. I don't let anybody in. But if I do that again, I already know where the path is going to take me. So that's what I would look at. And so for you, I'm not entirely sure. Like we've been getting to know each other Mm -hmm. very well. Mm -hmm. But that is... That is within the the depths and bounds of where we've gone together so far. I I can tell you that I'm not jaded. My last breakup... Like probably in the last, in in like maybe three weeks, the three weeks after the breakup, I was really mad at men. Mm-hmm. I was, I would see a man and I'm like, ugh. And then, you know, but then I got over that real fast because I love men a lot. <laughs> I didn't want to keep. Did you watch Waiting to Exhale? <laughs> oh, did I watch it? <laughs> My friends and I had like a celebration. We went to dinner before the premiere. <laughs> then we went to the movie together. See? Of course I watched. And I've watched it since then. Right. <laughs> So that that's that's one of the things because it's not about not being able to find the right fit for us mm-hmm. is what if something's right here 
And we can't recognize it because of our own pain bodies. I know. I wonder that sometimes, too, because people are always saying to me, oh, that guy, that guy was really interested in you. Like, he didn't say that to me. <laughs> you know? like, so what, if, what am I then supposed to do? Go run after him? Hey, you seem interested in me. No. If you're a grown ass man, aren't you supposed to come up to me? <laughs> I mean, and so and so right there, too, you're you're sharing you're sharing what your expectations are about the male role. And so those are things that you need. And I know I joke around about you like I'm going to find you a guy named Otis <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to come up to you like, look at here, girl, this is what's going to happen. But I, I guarantee him to me, you, but I don't want him to say, look at here, girl. <laughs> right. But if, he, if, if, a, if a guy stepped up to you, it, it would have there would have to be more to it. You might be flattered at the moment. Mm -hmm. And this isn't about say, going home with somebody that mm -hmm. night, this is really about what would it take for you to entertain a second date? Mm -hmm. What would it take for you to actually live in the moment of each date and not think about commitment, not think about where this is going, but just take each instance as, I'm here right now, let me do a self-check-in, am I enjoying my company with this person or am I not? Okay, will I do this again? We'll see at the end. Or not. Mm -hmm. I think it's time to go. Hey, Dre, call me and say there's an emergency. <laughs> are you are you there for me for that? Yeah. Can I call you? Can I text you and say, Dre? Emergency. Actually, I would recommend it being one of your girlfriends, because then, you know, if it's a guy, it might look a little messy. <laughs> but still. Like really, that's the the crux of of why it's so important to to do this journey mm -hmm. for yourself mm -hmm. is finding out all the things that you want, and then how are you getting in your own way? How do we get in our own way? We might say this is what we want, but do we say even more things about what we don't want, which swings swings the pendulum back yeah. over there? I think I, I think I focus a lot on what I don't want. And, you know, like, for instance, you know, you and I, you, you, you witnessed it. We're not going to say any names or anything, but you and I were together um, with a group of people last week, and... Um, a guy asked me to dance and um, <laughs> and then for me, it was like, oh, we're going to dance. Yay. You know, because I love dancing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's dance. And then when we get to the dance floor, he's like asking me, was I single and this and this and that. And I'm answering him. And then I'm like, oh, OK, so this is not just like a fun thing. He's asking if I'm single. And then and then I'm like, yeah. And I asked him if he's single. And that's all he kept saying was, I have a lot of money. He kept saying that. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was like, oh, well. Oh, well, it, it just kind of felt to me like he felt like I was like someone who was out for his money. And that's the only thing he needed to say to, to, to impress me. And I'm like, this is insulting my intelligence. You know, you are so on the dance floor, <laughs> right? Yeah, there is alcohol being poured uh -huh. and consumed. And this guy's like, listen, I'm not a bum. Uh -huh. I'm not big pookie over here just trying to like <laughs> hook up with you. It's like, I've got money, I'm cool, and I'm, and I'm not giving any excuses yeah. for that kind of action. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're over there like, we're dancing, loud, nice music going uh -huh. on, boom, 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 boom. So, does this guy really like me for me, or is he trying to use me? <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know how That's I feel exactly about this. That's exactly what I was thinking. What are you doing? I was like, what the hell? Because no. at first I wasn't thinking like that. I was just dancing. And then all of a sudden he started asking me questions. I'm like, okay, well, let me ask you a question. And then all he kept saying was, I make any question I ask, I make a lot of money. I'm like, Any what? men listening to this right now, I just want to point out, 
if you're going to go on the dance floor to dance, cool. Say a couple of things <laughs> that can maybe extend the conversation, but do not, I repeat, do not start trying to ask somebody about who they are and what their wildest dreams are <laughs> mid-grind after four shots of tequila. Yeah, well, That's my all. Whole, again, I, I get it how you're not supposed to be serious, but he kept asking me all these personal things about myself. And so I'm like, if I'm going to answer his questions, he should answer mine. And all he kept saying is, I make money. I mean, any question I had. And he'd be like, why is a beautiful woman like you single? And I'm, he wanted See, me to worse. answer we it. We do a whole ass podcast on that <laughs> phrase. You're so beautiful. Why, why are, are you, you single? single? Sweet so Jesus. Anyway, so back to you. So, yes, but yes, but yes, anyway, yes. to your point, though. It just kept bringing me back to this is what I don't want, you know? Right. And so I did get a little, you know, annoyed at that point and it was really, really relieved when I went back and sat down because I'm like, what the hell was that? When it was supposed to be, I'm just going to dance and have fun, yay! So I should, you're right, I should focus on, I don't know. I, I, I knew that's what I didn't want at that time. Though. Right. I, I knew that for sure. So... My my take from from where we've gone so far mm -hmm. is this: figure out not just what you want in a partner, mm -hmm. but what do you want for yourself from yourself. And have you ever read the book The Four Agreements? I have, and I listen to it quite often. Um, Peter Coyote is the um, is the narrator yes. for uh, the the audio book. I often, when I'm driving around and my car is on the way, when I get my car again, I will be listening to that. I listen to it quite often. So then I ask you, do you live by the Four Agreements within yourself? Um, I would have to read out the Four Agreements to me. Read read them out for me real quick. And I can answer that to you. Hold on. Because I haven't listened in a while. I know one of them, I'm, I'm, I have Peter Coyote's voice in my head. In the, yeah, I, I have, have Peter anything. Coyote. Okay, I'm getting my laptop, guys. But I have uh, Peter Coyote's voice in my head. Right. He says, never, what's the one he said? Damn it. I don't know why I can't think of the agreements right now. But he, hang so, on, Dre, they're coming. The, the main one that Four I live by on a regular basis Four agreements. is be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable, yes. And I live by that one. Yes. I do. But do you live by that internally? Impeccable with my word. So we look at, we often pay attention to how, how our presenting self is, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and all the externals. But what about, are, are we as nice to ourselves as we are to other people? Are you as joyous and loving to yourself as you are to myself, to our other Co-workers, yeah. to your friends, to your family. And that's, I've said, I think I've said that on the podcast before. Uh, sorry, Dre, uh, being the producer he is, is telling me to talk into the microphone. I think I've said it on the podcast before um, that I am very critical of myself. Not as critical as I used to be, um, but I didn't realize how critical I was to myself until I started going to therapy because I, you know, we talked to our therapists about things that we wouldn't talk to other people about. Right. And she said to me, she says, why are you so mean to yourself? And I'm like, wait, what? And I didn't realize it until she pointed that out to me several times. And so now I can hear myself say things to myself and say, oh, that's not true, Shelly. That's not true. You are not the worst ever. You know, like sometimes we are like I give others the grace that I don't give myself. I am more compassionate to others than I am to myself. Sometimes we can be our own worst critics, you know, and I, I admit that I am that way with myself, you know. Right. I'm not the I'm not like the mean creature to myself in my head, but certainly 
I am disappointed when I fall short of perfection, which is every day. Right. But <laughs> see, the thing about being a perfectionist is mm -hmm. that we end up driving ourselves further into the ground. Yeah. And it's not beneficial for anybody. And that's when it actually not only hurts ourselves internally, but also our presenting self because we get frustrated and things might boil over. So my invitation to you with this is go back and look at those four agreements. I'm exhausted. You know that I have long days as yeah. of late, so I can't rattle them off of the, yeah, the top of I my head. Yeah, I will read them to you. Um, the first agreement, like you said, be impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. The second agreement, don't take anything personally. Yes. Um, I, you know, it depends. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I do. It depends. Let's, okay, before you go on, here's what I'll say about this, mm -hmm. right? Taking something personally. Mm -hmm. I used to take things personally all the time. Mm -hmm. If somebody's giving me negative feedback or feedback that I wasn't ready to hear, mm -hmm. I would get defensive. Mm -hmm. This was like my journey through my 20s, right? Mm -hmm. And what I came to find out, it, it, this old adage of if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, if somebody hands me a size 13 or a shack size shoe and tells me to walk around Soho with it, it's not going to work. So why am I trying to wear that? If it doesn't fit, leave it alone, even if it seems like it hurts. Because the reaction that we have is, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. And what we, instead of saying, I'm not good enough, say, I am great how I am. I am right where I need to be. I'm taking a, up as much space as I need to, and I can do that. Speaking in the affirmative helps so much. So, you know, just to that point, real yeah. quick, um, I, um, I find, and I didn't, realize this until recently i find that in that don't take it don't take anything personally i find that i am um because of old hurts mm -hmm. because of um i have always felt and i said this on the last episode i've never felt like i fit in mm -hmm. and that's not a thing for me like like i'm running around trying to fit in I understand that I'm different and I'm okay with that. But it is nice when you finally meet someone you fit with, you feel like you fit with. Because mm -hmm. I always feel like a square peg trying to fit into, uh, that doesn't fit into, a, you know, a, a, a round, round hole. Yes, right. right. I've always felt like that my whole life. And people are always surprised when I say that because they see me getting along with everyone and they see me confidently talking oh, gosh, to everyone. Yeah. People mistake being gregarious with being comfortable. Yes, right. <laughs> but I never feel like I fit in ever. Right. Right. Ever. Yeah. Ever. It's hard for me to feel like, and so the friends that I have, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm like, oh my god, I, this person gets me. Even if we're not exactly the same, they are they are welcoming me as I am, and I feel like I fit with them because of that. I don't often feel like I fit in with people. Hold on. And so, mm -hmm. do you welcome yourself as you are? Not fully. There are some parts that I welcome, but not fully. Okay. No, no, not fully. I'm I'm very honest about that. Okay. Um, and I, I feel confident. Like you said to me, um, the other day, maybe last week, um, you said something about I have this confidence to me, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, is that how how you perceive me? You know, because I know that I have insecurities about quite a few things, and so the fact that you see this confidence in me, it's like, oh, really? 
Um, and I guess I can look at myself like if I'm watching myself, like I watched the video. I was on Pix11 the other day and I was watching the video. It's like I do look very confident. And I am in I am confident in certain things. But there are other things I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, you know? So it just depends. But I I I um I I do what was the question you had? Do I do I accept myself? I do accept myself, mm -hmm. but I do have um, insecurities about certain things and I'm actually okay with that because I know I'm not perfect right I'm okay with not being perfect say that last part again I'm not perfect and say I'm okay with that I'm okay with uh, me not being perfect but I'm also I feel okay with it but I'm also critical sometimes when I'm not perfect if I'm expecting my I know that sounds like you know it doesn't fit but I'm like, okay, I understand that I'm not perfect. I get that and I'm okay with it, you know? But I also am like, I certain things, I'm like, you gotta do better, Shelly. You gotta do better, you know? So I'm accepting of myself, but I'm also critical uh, of certain things. It I just, appreciate it that. just coexists. Um, but also, just back to the point, I'm trying to keep the point together before I go all, you know, uh, but. I feel like uh, I since I since I feel like I've never fit in, then I always feel like I have to fight for myself, and 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 feeling like I have to fight my for myself makes me take things personally. If that makes any sense, that's why I'm thinking of that, this. That that makes sense. But are you fighting for yourself or are you fighting against yourself? <laughs> that's a good question. Because probably both. If something if in a, if something happens mm -hmm. and it it makes you feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. it makes us feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. and we get these sensations of frustrations and flurries of anger is it because of that thing that happened or is it because something in us that hasn't been worked out has been has been poked well it that probably is it but that's what I'm saying because I've felt like my whole life, I, I, I haven't fit in that I feel like I have to fight for certain things because it's me against the world, right? And uh, then so, yeah, I know the me against the world thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's not in like an anger type thing. It's a Nobody because I don't feel me. accepted. Nobody gets me and mm -hmm. I don't feel accepted. So I have to fight to be even given opportunities. You know, that's how I feel. I have to fight to be given opportunities. And also because of my manner. I think that because the way I am, I'm very low-key about a lot of things. I voice mm -hmm. opinions, but I'm also very, um, most of the time I'm very easygoing, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you're that way, people tend to, like, maybe pass, pass over you or take you for granted or not consider you because you're not making noise like loud people do. Right. Right. And, and, and that's so you a feel part like you got to fight for yourself. Finding the tribe. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, our, our work environment, one of the big things with with what we do, where mm -hmm. we work now in the station that we're on together mm -hmm. is creating an environment of safety mm -hmm. so that you don't have to worry about someone coming for your gig mm -hmm. or somebody that's going to try to stab you or anything like that mm -hmm. because anyone that's worked in entertainment knows that those people with their with their shivs are around every single corner <laughs> yes yes but now when we're in this beautiful new space of we've all seen the business we've been in it we've enjoyed successes we've enjoyed the pendulum swinging of Failing and then getting on our feet again in whatever way that looks. That doesn't mean tragedy. It just means sometimes you're ready for a new change. Things mm -hmm. don't feel right. 
So when we bring that with us, do we really get to enjoy the benefits of the new way mm -hmm. if we're still hanging on to the things that traumatized us? And that's that's work I do every day. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. Like, I feel like the things that have traumatized me, even though I've gone to therapy and I feel like they've helped me, I don't think that I've fully worked through them all. And so when, when things um, come about that trigger that feeling I remember from being traumatized, that's when I feel like I take things personally. And, and that right there, mm -hmm. when those come up for me, I have to remind myself. I have to reground myself. Mm -hmm. And that's where mantras really work. Mm -hmm. Mantras are great when, when we're just meditating, mm -hmm. right? Or just getting through things. But when we're in the, the, our critical point of reaching that place where we, we start to fester, mm -hmm. I'm safe. I'm okay. I'm welcome. I am loved. I belong here. I love that. Just that just almost made me cry. That, Saying all of that just almost made me stop trying to make me cry. I'm not. Those. Damn it, Dre. So, I invite you to consider that. Those consider mantras. That okay, those are good mantras. I I like that, and I'm gonna stop trying to cry right now. Hold on. <laughs> okay, so that was number two. Don't take it. See, I'm flustered. Don't take anything personally. Okay, the um fourth, the third agreement is don't make assumptions. Mm -hmm. Do you think I make assumptions a lot? Well, that would be me assuming that you make assumptions. Um, I try. You, I'm I trying to in, get in you our, got, Dre. In our in our general nature, we we make assumptions, and I know, you know, for myself, I look at things in these these random logical ways. Not even random. If this has happened this way before and this was the outcome three, four, five times, then surely this time is going to be the same thing, right? Yeah. But that's a great point because take the information and who knows? Are we, is it going to be, is our assumption going to remain the same because it's Past true? Or, or it's true. Or like you just said, yeah. or do we manifest it because yeah. this is what we think? And you just, you know, even through, you know, talking this through, I'm just realizing that the past, not just realizing, but it's reminding me that past traumas I've gone through, they take up so much of of my, I don't want to say my life, but space, space. Thank you, space. I, yeah. I, I, I was trying to grab for it, but I couldn't think of that word. Uh, so much of my. I, I guess a lot of us are like that, right? It's, oh, yeah. it's, that's what they call baggage, right? And I try not to have baggage, but here it is. Um, and, and I'm just realizing, I was thinking, you know, I thought, you know, past traumas, okay, oh, that's what we're dealing with, with, don't, with taking things personally. And I didn't think it was going to come back with don't make assumptions. I'm making assumptions because of past traumas. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I got to work through those past traumas, Dre. It's it's an ongoing battle, and and that's it part doesn't of, stop, does it? No, because we learn that things are right. We are all these different conventions are presented to us when we're young as rules. Yes, and then yes. it's like that's what becomes our lifestyle. That becomes the way. That becomes the norm. And then on the other side of that, when norms break, we get uncomfortable because humans don't really like change. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like change a double-edged sword. Yeah. Change is, change is exciting for someone like me because I, I love, you know, 
the unknown sometimes. I love the unknown. It's scary, but it's also I I I I don't like when things are monotonous. I like to be excited about things. Right, but and the so change change is scary. But change exciting. and the feelings of positive change. Mm-hmm. So, say you are moving to a brand new apartment, mm-hmm. right? There's excitement because it has these amenities that you've really been looking for <laughs> versus somebody losing their job and having to downgrade and and the anxiety that comes yeah. with all the what ifs. Yeah. Your heart rate is going to react the same in both occasions. Really now. So if I'm having an anxiety attack, which I've had from time to time, my heart rate just shoots up. Mm. But when we are out you know, having a good time the other night. Yeah. And I was just chilling and, and watching my loved ones have a good time and listening to this great music. And I before I was even dancing, my heart rate was like at 110. Just because even though I wasn't physically reacting to it, I was physically reacting to it. Yeah. Yeah. So if we take if we take the angst of the fear of the bad and find a way to be curious and excited about what can actually come out of come out of this even though it may be a scary change right be excited about what what's to come who That's knows true. what's gonna happen yeah and, and and you see do i not live this every day I, I come and talk to you and i'm like i don't know what's gonna happen today i don't know how long this feeling is going to be here but <laughs> every day that i have this yeah. this joy of working with you and and this great station that mm-hmm. we're building together mm-hmm. I feel on top of the world. Yeah, because we can. You're right about that. You didn't say this exactly, but I know you were alluding to it. That Oh, sorry, I'm not talking to the mic. You're alluding <laughs> to it. But what you're saying is because oftentimes we will jump to the conclusion that with change is going to come something um, that we don't want. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it could be the exact opposite. Something exciting could be just around the corner. Right. So we should hope for the best. One time I was uh, headed to the airport. I used to be afraid of flying. Mm. I mean, listen, when I'm 30,000 feet in the air, I'm not like, woo, I'm excited about this. I will sometimes be like, oh my God, I'm 30,000 feet in the air and I can't a do a can. damn thing. <laughs> in this tin can shooting through the sky and yep. I can't do a damn thing about it. So I still don't, you know, particularly love the idea of flying, but I love flying because I love going places, right? That exciting for me um one time when i was still you know grappling with the idea of it though you know um i would fly but i was scared every time i got on the plane oh my god and so i was uh, taking a taxi um to uh new york airport and this taxi driver we were talking and he was asking me questions and i was like yeah i'm kind of nervous about this flight and he was like why he's like i um used to be a pilot and i'm like really and he was like yeah and he's from like another country and so he's here and he's driving a taxi but he used to be a pilot and he said because and he gave me his reasons he says he says why you're scared because you're assuming the worst like i could crash he was like assume the best mm-hmm. i was like that's a concept. I was like, oh my God, thank you for that. And so he actually, his words actually helped me to think about flying in a more positive way. So when I would be on the plane and I would feel myself just um, fearful and scared that I'm up here and I can't do anything, I would see the faces of my niece and nephews. I'm like, oh my God, I get to see my babies. And that's why I'm on this plane. And that's why it's a good thing. Right? And that's- Yes, right. That's it helped and that me. approach yes. that right there can change everything. 
So. Everything. I could think about that when it comes to dating. Instead of like, I'm making this commitment. Boom. I didn't want to say And this it, is going to take guessed. my freedom away. And this guy could do something terrible to me. Just like, this could be an amazing ride. Think mm. about it that way, right? That's that's definitely a good way to think about Trey, it. Trey, you're brilliant. Did we get... Hit we us with the fourth. We didn't get to the fourth, so here we go. The four agreements. <laughs> always do your best. <sighs> mm-hmm. I have to say, most of the time I do that. I'm 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 good with that. There's sometimes I fall short of it, and it's okay because I'm I'm human and I'm not perfect. But I try to be right. my best. So, doing your best doesn't mean perfect. Mm-hmm. But lest we forget, perfection doesn't mean doing everything right. It's not a math exam, or you know, going into a a uh, calculus course and taking a final and you must follow every rule in order to get everything right. Perfection is. Oh, I was waiting for you to say something else. You're just saying perfection is. Perfection is. But what is it in your opinion? There's no opinion. Right now, us having this conversation is perfect. perfect. This is exactly where we're both supposed to be. That's it. See, Dre's younger than me, but he has so much knowledge and you, like me, you've done your work with therapy, you know? Oh, and so much. Spent... So much. I know. Yes. I know. Yes. I love this conversation we're having. Are you finished asking me questions? Do you have any more questions for me? Is that I, it? I think we've covered a lot of ground. You I know, had a great breakthrough with, with what you just said to me. The You know, we were talking about the the um, changing the way I was thinking about flying and, and, and the way the former pilot um, and now taxi driver told me to... Expect the best instead of expecting the worst. Right. So I actually have one more question for you. Yes, sir. And it comes from a place of, have you and I talked about the difference between telling the truth and honesty? No, we haven't. So, you know, there's telling the truth of you get caught doing something and, oh, yes, I fess up. Or, you know, people say I'm taking responsibility Mm -hmm. because they'll admit something. And then there's honesty. Why do we do things in the first place? This is honesty is about to me, in my experience, what happens in the dark in comparison to what happens in the light. Okay. So if I'm preaching to, hey, everybody, have a great attitude, but then I have a horrible attitude or I really don't mean it and I'm walking around grumbly, that's being dishonest, even though I'm telling you the truth that you really should be uplifted. But honesty... You're not practicing what you're preaching. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that honesty comes back to this last question. Are you willing to hold yourself accountable to be nice to yourself, to accept that you are already perfect as you are, and that everything that you're doing is going towards what your purpose is? Yes, I'm willing. I'm willing. Good. Can I ask you a question? Sure. You know, because I always got to ask questions. Do you find it just you looking from the outside in? I mean, yeah, from the outside in. Do you um, find it ironic that I want to be in a relationship, but I'm afraid to be in a relationship? How, do, how does that, uh, how does that, uh, do I call it duality? How do I, I mean, you could how, how is that ju- ju- juxtaposition? How does that look to you? Does it seem crazy? Not or? at all. Not at all. I mean, 
there's different ways that we do things. Um, some of us, if we are searching for love, we end up in a series of poor relationships. And then eventually we need to take a pause for the cause and say, I need to work on myself. Um, I think that's actually very honest of you to say because mm -hmm. we want the love, but we don't want the pain. And we're taught that, you know, well, you know, in life there's the yin and the yang, right? Mm -hmm. To the degree that we feel our sorrow is the same degree that we're going to be able to feel our joy. However, it's how we can navigate through those pains that occur and not keep them attached to the old pain that happened from people that might not be here anymore, scenarios that have long come and gone, um, realities that are no longer true to your day-to-day. -day. So is it weird? No. But I, I believe that if you give yourself some room mm -hmm. and don't beat yourself up, Shelly, you've got to make the right decision. This person's going to get in your way. I personally would love to hear about the time where you let someone leave crumbs in your bed <laughs> or, you know, get on your nerves because that is a part of a relationship. That's one of the joys when we're not living in malice. If somebody does something that's that we wouldn't normally do when we're on our own. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah, oh, here's this. But it's like, you know what? This person over here is kind of worth it because we have our own quirks that are different than what theirs could be. Yeah. And so, no, it, it that duality is real. And I don't know that it, it will really ever go away. Okay. Okay. Well, I've enjoyed this conversation, Dre. You know, it's yes. always interesting um, being asked the questions when I'm the one that typically ask the asks the questions. Um, but you are an interviewer yourself, so you did an excellent job. And I, I really do believe that I found this breakthrough via this conversation because just as I apply that um, expecting the best from flying, I can apply that to relationships and mm -hmm. anything else I'm, I'm working through. So thank you for the breakthrough. Oh, well, for... I'm happy that you found one. I'm, I'm glad we had this conversation. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I, I, I invite you to continue listening as I, you know, work through whatever, you know, issues I have and, you know, where I've been, where I am now, where I'm going. And um, it really is, as I said to Dre, cathartic. And um, I love that you are interested enough to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to say in closing, producer Dre Bugs? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me be a part of, of growing this and trusting me that I have your best interest in mind. And thank you. And you're welcome. Um, I know you're super exhausted. People don't know all the stuff you've been doing and you've been up since, what, three, four in the morning, whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you for staying to, of course. Uh, to indulge me. All right, you guys, all the way with Shelly Wade Podcast. Thank you for uh, listening. Hopefully you've already subscribed and uh, spread the word uh, to everyone you know to subscribe and uh, check it out. All the way with Shelly Wade. Thank you, guys. Love you. We'll talk to you. New episodes every Wednesday. This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast.